Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's time for Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell. And, of course, joined this morning by Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Yeah, good morning, Andy. And you brought along who somebody's become a frequent flyer on the program. Yes, so I have Troy Brenhog with me again today. And if you have listened to any of our past episodes, you might remember him from episode seven and eight, where we talked about debt consolidation. And then he also came back on episode 23 when we talked about interest rates. And here he is back again on episode 48. All right. Good morning, Troy. Good morning. So uh, maybe fill us in on what you do with First Alliance Credit Union. Yeah. So I am our consuming or consumer lending program manager. Uh, it's a mouthful, but uh, anyways, I, I, I look over our consumer loan products that we have out there to offer, and just make sure that we're uh, um, offering products to everyone we can and uh, just as needed. Last week on Good Money Moves, we talked about that brand new branch office on Commerce Drive Northwest, the Commons, and that's here in Rochester, of course. What are we going to cover this week, Jenna? Sure. Yeah, so this week, um, we're going to be digging into an aspect of getting a loan that we've mentioned in a couple episodes before, but we've never really fully explored what that topic means. And, and that topic is using a co-signer to help you qualify for a loan and kind of what that means for the main borrower as well as the co-signer. Is this a pretty common thing? Um. Yes and no. So about one in six adults have co-signed a loan or a credit card for someone else. So one in six. It's not hugely common, but it, it does come up. Remember, you know, we've got a lot of people out there that don't understand credit scores, are just starting to build credit, things like that. Um, the most common scenario is going to be a parent co-signing for an adult child. Usually, you know, uh because oh, yeah, you're starting out in life. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so auto loans typically account for the most um, often use of a co-signer, followed by personal loans. Student loans are a big one as well. Um, and then credit cards at about 16%. Sure, it makes sense with auto loan. That's usually you know, a person's yeah. first really big purchase. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we'll start with the basics. Direct this one at Troy. What is a co-signer? Yeah, so a co-signer is somebody who's essentially going to guarantee the loan. Um, By guaranteeing the loan, they're just guaranteeing that the person borrowing it will pay it back. And if they don't, then the co-signer signs a piece of paper saying, I promise to pay you back. Um, Co-signers are... Uh, to Jenna's point, you know, co-signers are, are typically used when somebody has little to no credit, sometimes known as a thin credit file, um, and just hasn't proven themselves in the credit world uh, borrowing large amounts of money, right? Um, you, know, you had said, you know, an auto loan, Andy. Uh, right. Um, a lot, an auto loan, most of the time, is a, a person's first big quote unquote big loan 
Um, and uh, most financial institutions just aren't comfortable because they have nothing to go off of, you know, except for a person's word. So they'll ask for a cosigner. And as Jenna mentioned, that's typically a, a parent or a family member. But really, it can be anyone. It can be a friend. But they have to, they're basically signing on to the loan as well, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, they're really uh, promising to pay. It's not a joint application, so there's a little difference there. Um, but, yeah, they they just simply um, are um, guarantor. Uh, what they have to do is sign a piece of paper, and it's pretty much like an amendment to the actual loan that we're giving them. And it simply says that if borrower doesn't pay, I promise to pay you. Now, I imagine the co-signer is going to have to have established credit. Otherwise, you, the financial institution, would not be interested in having their co-signature. Right. Great point. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I mean, every institution is going to do things a little differently. And I think I've prefaced that whenever I've come on. Um, So most of the time, or in fact, all the times when when I speak, I speak um, to First Alliance Credit Union's way. But, yeah, uh, a co-signer um, is somebody who is going to have an established um, track record with making payments and um, has shown that they have um, the ability to make those payments, which is going to give them a high credit score. Um, and also um, they have the means, um, as in they earn or have enough assets to be able to make those payments. Okay, you kind of mentioned you know co-borrowing um, is and the a difference between what's the difference between a co-signer and a co-borrower? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it kind of sounds like the same thing when you describe it. Absolutely, and uh, very often they are kind of co-mingled um, in the financial world, and different institutions will call it different things, but. For First Alliance, a co-borrower is really a joint borrower. So on, on credit bureaus, you'll see an I for individual or a J for joint credit. Um, and a co-borrower is joint. Um, most of the time, a co-borrower is going to, um, how do I put it? They're going to have value or they're going to uh, reap the benefits of the loan with the borrower. Um, so think of like husband and wife or think of partners um, that you go and buy a car. Maybe it's for their family. So therefore, they both sign on there. Um, whereas you have an 18-year-old child or a 30-year-old child that might not live at home but has had never had credit before, their parent might sign on as a co-signer saying, I know that my child will pay, but they're really not benefiting from it at all. Okay. If that makes, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, but in both cases, a co-borrower and a co-signer is signing on to be responsible for the amount being borrowed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, um, yes. How we treat it is um, if it's... Um, an application that has a cosigner. The cosigner really is maybe the last person um, to be notified of a late payment because we really try to work it out with the borrowers first 
And if we have to, then we'll go back to the co-signer and say, hey, uh, we can't get in contact with the borrowers. Um, we need payment. Um, you signed on this loan. Um, please make a payment. Now, if you're a co-borrower or a joint application, we're calling or we're trying to get in contact with you um, and you're held equally responsible okay. for for that loan. So in the co-signer scenario, you don't want to make that call and the person who co-signed doesn't want to get that call. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. All right. Uh, we're, we're talking with Troy Brenhog and, of course, Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. It's good money moves. We're talking about co-signing for a loan and what that entails. And we'll continue our discussions right after this quick break on Newstock 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 F. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Sometimes storm damage is easy to detect. And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble and of course with us Troy Brenhog from First Alliance Alliance Credit Union, and uh, we're always talking about loans when we talk with Troy, and this time we've been talking about co-signing for loans, and Troy, maybe could you explain a little bit more about when someone would need to have the co-signer be, um, and we kind of touched on it, but situations where you as a financial institution would be asking to have someone co-sign on a loan. Yeah, so there are, I mean multiple different scenarios, but the most common are going to be um, uh, those who, A, haven't had credit, so um, we just ask if they have somebody that has established credit to put their stamp of approval, quote-unquote, on there. Um, um, we really focus and try to help um, some people that might have had hiccups um uh, in their life at some point in time which may have dra- drugged their credit scores down um, and we want to help them um, and a lot of times um, it's it's easier to help them if they have somebody um, who's willing to maybe sign with them that has better credit and just say I promise that my friend um, will pay and if they don't we will I suppose that gives you, as the lender, quite a bit more confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we really focus on the person borrowing the money um, at the end of the day. Um, However, there's just, at times, there's just a a little bit of uncertainty for us to go ahead and maybe approve them outright. That having a co-signer just brings them over the line and says, okay, We'll get into a credit agreement with you, and we're willing to borrow you this money okay. if they have that co-signer. The question for you, if you are the person who needs to have the co-signer to get you, you know, that little bump over the line, as you put it, yeah. um, and then I meet my obligations, is there a little asterisk next to my name because I had to have a co-signer, or does that, do I get the benefit on my future credit rating from my performance on this loan, even though I had a co-signer? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you, um, it's still an individual application. Uh, so, uh, you're gonna get, you're gonna get the credit for 
for your your good behaviors and when i say good behaviors your on-time payments and you're going to get the credit for having that established trade line right because when we talked about credit scores that's one of the factors that um two of the factors that go into uh, a good credit score is um on-time payments and then length of time you've had credit established so even though you have a cosigner um there's no asterisks um on your credit and you do reap the full benefit of it okay now if i'm a person with iffy credit because i've had those hiccups um but i still perhaps might qualify would there still be a benefit for me to have a cosigner in some scenarios um you know if you have um a cosigner i mean i would if you had hiccups and your credit was quote unquote a little bit shaky um if you did your due diligence prior and had one in your back pocket it could speed up the process however i would encourage you to go in and apply for credit on your own um to see if a financial is willing to to take you on because then you're not um if it is a burden for somebody to sign you're not burdening that person okay that's a word but um, <laughs> you know what i mean i do i do I, I was just thinking that maybe i might have be able to take advantage of perhaps a lower interest rate if my oh, co-signer sure. was you know somebody with a great credit yeah. or doesn't that so- translate over well, that's where I, I'm going to go back to. The financial institutions are all different when it comes to that. Um, at First Alliance Credit Union, again, we really focus on the borrower. So um, the the person or people, because you can have a joint application that we still ask for a co-signer on. Um, we go off the better of the borrowers, and the co-signer doesn't have a bearing on um, an interest rate at all. Okay. It would have to be a co-borrower or a joint application. So ideally, if you're the borrower, mm-hmm. you're going to be better off for all involved, probably even just stress in relationships, to qualify for this loan on your own. Hey, if you can. Yeah. One, 100%. And I think um, most human beings... Um, don't always like to ask for help, right? So if you don't have to ask somebody to sign on your loan, I mean, that just that interaction or that transaction is just much more ideal, maybe. Okay. And to your point, doesn't cost stress. So if I'm on the other side of this, I'm not the borrower, but I'm the person being asked to be the co-signer, um, obviously there's risk. Uh, what are some of the things I need to consider before... I actually agree to do this for a friend or a family member. Yeah. So, I mean, you really want to make sure that um, you know this person because um, just how it's going to affect you positively when a person does pay. And let's be honest, um, 99% of loans get paid. Um, If there are late payments... Um, or it doesn't get paid, period, that's going to affect you also. Because, again, that piece of paper, the the, the amendment to the note, um, it clearly states on there what your obligations are, and one of them is to make monthly payments as agreed. 
or pay the loan off in full. So you're really going to want to make sure that uh, you trust the person, um, you, you know the person, you trust the person, and um, you're fully confident that it is a good decision that the person's making and not just maybe instinctual if it comes to buying a car or, sure. or something. I can afford... Uh, yes. I can afford the Civic, but I want the F-150. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just to kind of piggyback off what Troy was saying, you know, really, truly understanding why the, you know, person is going after this loan to begin with is huge and you know some questions you can ask to kind of suss out you know maybe you do trust this person but you're questioning why do they need this you know there there's good questions to ask and you can get a really good feel for what that person's true intentions are by just so you know what is the loan for how much is it why does the lender want a co-signer with you what is your repayment plan? Yeah, how much? You know, you if they don't, <laughs> if they hadn't even thought about the repayment of it, that's not a good sign. And and Andy, to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, is this loan to cover a need or a want that the borrower has? Because if it's a true need, I, you know, I need this loan to fix my car so I can get to work and continue to feed my family. That's a lot different than, well, I really want this new car because I'm sick of my old one. Yeah is a different scenario and something to keep in mind. Let me ask you this. Maybe Troy or Jenna, you have the answer to this. Um, I agree to be the co-signer and the person is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Let's say they're making late payments. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know that until I'm contacted by the lender. Is that going to ding my credit rating? Yeah, so... When, when you talk about, so there's two different aspects to this that I want to touch on. Um, um, dinging your credit rating, it's not going to hit your credit until you're 30 days or more past due. So if you're 29 days past due, it does not reach your credit report. So hopefully I'll learn that before that occurs. And the collection process or the reaching out um, process is different at every institution, right? Uh, we are very proactive for our members, um, so we're, we try to stay in front of it. The second part that I really want to reach on is a financial obligation. So you get, ass- you get assessed a, a late charge after so many days, and that will be in... Um, we're regulated. That has to be upfront, very visible um, on how many days um, after your due date will late charge or charges be applied. Many, many, many things to consider. Yes. So obviously, uh, if you're being asked to do this, do your research and ask a lot of questions before you actually agree to sign on. We do have to take a break. We'll continue our discussions about co-signing for a loan with Jenna Tubble and Troy Brenhog from First Alliance Credit Union on Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. 
Hey, Sean Hannity here encouraging you all to stay up to... Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking with Jenna and Troy about co-signing for loans. Um, okay, um, Troy, let's say I need a co-signer. And the obvious ones aren't available, um, you know, close family members, or let's say I can't find anyone who would actually qualify to be a co-signer. Um, what are my other options, or do I have any options? Sure. Um, there are there are multiple options. What my advice to you would be is your particular lender that you're, you're dealing with um, on your request, I would just ask them, what, what would it take in order for me not to have um, a person sign on this loan because I don't have one. Um, uh, between you and the lender, you guys should be able to come up with a plan um, in order to set you up for success in the future. What I can tell you at First Alliance Credit Union, um, what we've advised our members to do is we have action steps. Um, so obviously there's something getting in the way of us giving you, uh, granting you a loan. Um, and our lenders do a great job of just laying it out there, putting it on paper and, and having you go away with it um, to then follow up with you on a follow-up date that you set. Uh, another thing you could do is um, if you're asking for too much, maybe you reevaluate if you, to your point, if you want, you're asking for the F-150, but yet you can get by with the Civic, Maybe you have to take the Civic. And then, again, ask, what will it take for me to get the F-150? So Down the road. Um, yes. I think the moral of it is you just have to be open, and you have to be open to getting some feedback, which might hurt or you might not like. But if it's a fact, um, you can go back and say, I followed all these steps. Now let's go ahead and do this loan. That's why I've really appreciated uh, getting to know you folks at First Alliance Credit Union and the work you do on that part of it, um, that the person, you know, a young person just starting out or a person who's made some mistakes, um, you guys can steer them in a direction that they're going to be reaping the benefits for the rest of their lives if they prove successful. Yeah, yeah, we we pride ourselves on that. Uh, we've worked very, very hard, and education is is something that, that you don't get everywhere, and we really we really try to uh, educate our members every opportunity we get. So, um, yeah, what do we call that? Financial literacy, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there might be a podcast on that. Yeah, there might be. <laughs> um, I suppose if you're at another lender and they're... They're not uh, responding to your needs. I, I imagine you can shop around as well, and hopefully uh, you'll land at First Alliance and maybe get the guidance you need. Is I, 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 I can see that as uh, an option we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our doors are open. You know, you live in one of the five counties, live, work, worship, or do business, go to school, or have a family member that um, is a member of First Alliance, and again, we would love, love to help you or anybody out there um, become, we call it uh, the, the 700 club, right? 700 and above a lot of places you're considered a credit. And we would love to help everyone get there. 
There's your goal, the 700 Club. That's right. So uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, loans and, you know, folks who are probably not in the best position to get a loan and things that they can do, including co-sign, getting somebody to co-sign or working on improving their credit. Um, Jenna, I know your website is chock full of advice and information about those topics and a bunch of other stuff. Maybe you could fill us in on the resources available. Absolutely. It's my favorite part of every episode. (laughs) So if you visit our website, firstalliancecu.com, and you can check out our blog, you can even check out past episodes of our podcast where we've talked about things like credit scores and how to build your credit score. We also have um, an entire page on our website dedicated to educating and kind of providing information about, you know, what the credit score is, how do you raise it, um, things like that. You know, we've got information out there on our website about that, about co-signing everything we've talked about today, um, as well as a few other resources, like I said, out on our blog. Um, and I also want to point out, you know, Troy talked about coming in, becoming a member. When you become a member at First Alliance, you have access to even more, um, resources and tools that are not necessarily available to just anyone on our website but once you become a member you have access to them through our online banking and mobile banking apps and one of those we've talked about before is our credit score monitoring tool which if you're finding yourself in a position where you are being asked to have a co-signer on a loan it's probably because you've had some rough spots and your credit doesn't look great. And so being able to monitor that and build that is so important um, to making good money moves. Yeah. And while we have a couple seconds, a reminder that uh, you can go and check out the new branch, First Alliance Credit Union Commons, right? Yes. 2483 Commerce Drive Northwest out by Costco. It is. And the fancy new kiosks, the whole works. So we talked about in the previous podcast and of course you can hear that one and all the others if you wish by just visiting com or stop by the first alliance credit union website as well absolutely fantastic troy thank you so much uh, always enjoy talking to you and uh, jenna we'll talk to you next week absolutely thanks andy yeah. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Uh, it's Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Here's the latest from the News Talk 1340, KROC.